Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, welcome. I hope you all had a great weekend. We are back on a Monday here. Open practice last night. I know it got a lot of, well, it got a lot of reaction from people, both in real life and online. Harry was talking about something. Uh, not a good week, I think, really, for our former place of employment. If you want to look across the board, a couple of people with bad tweets. You had the poll earlier in the week asking if you'd rather, if it's okay to have a, a guy who's uh, allegedly a murderer be on your team if that's okay you know it's just what i didn't see any of that oh, yeah. what is it no yeah. i don't i don't know what the crossing broad i mean they, they basically are a watchdog now <laughs> for just awful <laughs> content across the board but uh no stemming from the open practice it's crazy man how do you get in trouble at an open practice i i don't know i don't know we, I we really had fans know. that got kicked out too if you saw that what at the open practice yeah yeah. I heard there was 20-some thousand down there. That's, yeah, all, that's it was all I thick. know. You knew there was going to be a fight. It well, I know thick. there were some fights in the Citizens Bank Park with Met fans fighting Correct. each other. I right. saw a video no. of that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. How can we rip them if we've got Eagles fans fighting each other at a stinking open practice? Well, yeah, I can't, I can't rip them then. I mean, it, <laughs> like, I just got to stay quiet. Right. Yeah. All I wanted to do was rip those Mets fans. And then I see Eagles fans getting escorted out of the arena. And the arena. Now, is that just the result of having all day to drink beer and other that, things? That, you know, that and a couple other things. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're probably tailgating the baseball game. You go into the baseball game, you over imbibe there, and then you continue tailgating until the Eagles practice. And by then, you are housed. Yeah, oh, you're hammered. You're yeah. hammered. You're feeling good about yourself. You know, got a little liquid courage in you. Yeah. Of course, you might have to go out there and, and fight a little bit, man. You know, <laughs> get, you got a little bit on your chest right now. Yeah. You know, say it with your chest. Yeah, you can say a lot of stuff with your chest. Yeah. When you all juiced up, you know. Now, well, Mac, you know, you add a substance or two. You add yeah. some back into that potion. <laughs> right, right. You know, you're, you know. You think you're bulletproof. Right. Well, well I, I tell you, the, the baseball team is demanding my attention as of this weekend. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah? oh. Now, we'll see what happens here because now they face the Dodgers starting Tuesday night with Max Scherzer. Hello. Come on, Harry. This is a <laughs> so we'll see. town. You, you, can't, you cannot diverge from the plan here. No? No. This is a football town. Right? That's what our I ratings mean, say, right? Well, I, I don't know what the ratings say. I never knew what the ratings said. I was only told what the ratings said. Oh. And I don't know that I necessarily believe that either. Well, well Harry, you, you got to go to be strength. I mean, Barrett's a football guy. You got to talk football. I mean, gosh, <laughs> football. <done>. Wow. <laughs> Within less than a year, we have got Matt or uh, Barrett doing uh, Matt Nahigian impressions. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeez. Not bad at all. Oh, they're in first place, man. I mean, you know, Harper hit a couple of bombs over the weekend, and I saw you tweet, and you were talking about this with Wankel on Friday about his MVP numbers. What was it, 1,800 then? Yeah. And now it's down to, what, 850 or something? It's dropped significantly. And and look, I mean, to be fair, the value was way before 1,800, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's so, when they were like three games out. Even Three beyond that, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, now he's at 400 on Fox. 400. Wow. 1,400 <sighs> points of value in three days. Now, think about how much value we lost already heading into the weekend. Because right. he didn't start the season at plus 1,800, right? No, no, no. Well, so, like, we need, I don't know, somebody with, like, the PGF level of vision to come on and be, and be like, hey, I had Bryce Harper back when he was plus 3,000. Well, yeah, because I mean, he wasn't even a, an all uh, an all star, right? Exactly. So, I mean, Ooh, it, that's the, a great. When what, what were his odds during the all star break? I right, around you know three thousand. I mean? But still, though, it's still not good. It's, it's still not good because you know, if you, if you realistically look at it, um, Real Muto is probably going to split a couple of you know votes for him, you know, which could go to Harper. So, uh, you know, I still don't think that's good money. You know what, though? You you make an interesting point because I think the two guys on the Dodgers are going to do that as well. Right. I think Muncie and, you you know, that's probably now Trey Turner there. You know, Mm -hmm. I I think that's going to be that's going to be a problem. Both of these guys are hovering like like, look at this. Tatis is at minus 118. He's hurt. And Harper is going to have at least better opportunity to put numbers up because he's healthy. Then you have the next two guys, Muncie and Turner. Same team. Yeah, it's it's hard to believe, though, that a guy could be in the lead for MVP with only 45 RBIs. That's the only thing. In, Ribby's in, gotta get we're up. going to near mid-August here. Well, there's yeah. 50 games yeah, left. Know, like he, everything else he's doing. I know. Like this is this isn't even Ben Simmons. This isn't even a guy who is not doing something or doing something poorly. Like, I don't think his batting average with runners in scoring position is atrocious. I don't know what it is. He probably doesn't have. I I would guess that he has less opportunity to drive in runs than not taking advantage of opportunity to drive in runs. You're such an old school baseball. Yes. Pure. It's just hard for me to wrap my head around a guy that's you know the the MVP and in mid August he's got forty five RBIs. Yeah, you know what I mean. You got to reinvent how you see the game here. No, I don't. Well, then don't watch because it's going to piss you off. I know. I don't watch. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I welcome in a Monday edition. I feel like you guys are closer to your cameras than I am after looking at what's going on here. So. It looks the same to me. Well, I, I heard about you on your camera on Sunday morning around 9.30, closer to 10 o'clock, I believe, is when you actually went on QVC. I think it was actually close. Was it that? Yeah. Yeah, because my mom was watching down in Florida, and she said that uh, you did a great job. Uh, it appeared like she could tell you were somewhat nervous, but you did a great job, and you smiled the entire time. She said he never smiles on the radio show, but when he's on selling QVC, he had a big ear-to-ear smile. <laughs> he, he knew the money was coming in. Right, right. <laughs> he's miserable as heck with us, Barrett. No, that's not true. Now, now here's what I would say. Um, she, She's probably referring to me looking off camera a bunch. 
Okay. As like looking away almost because normally when you're on television or something and you're looking away, it's like, am I doing something? The problem that I had, and this is going through it the first time is they kept running this B roll and I was told they would only run the B roll once. Mm -hmm. Right. So okay. when you kept running the B roll, I'm kind of looking over to make sure that I'm talking over the B roll as opposed to them seeing me on camera. So that unfortunately led me to look over a couple of times, like, Gotcha. Like I'm looking down the Jacob Media YouTube page, you know, kind of looking, looking, looking. So, yeah, the eyes away is always going to give that sense of like, what's what's he doing? But, I, I you know, they had B-roll and they ran mm -hmm. this 44 second clip like six times. So yeah, I don't well, know if I had to do play by play for this six times or just one time. Well, when I tuned in, I tuned in earlier than that. Uh, and they were selling blenders, these gigantic Vitamix blenders. This thing was like $600 and they're selling it to you for like 400 bucks. They got the whole hour. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it was like, uh, remember when you had this with Jay on the Fanatic? It was it like Ponzio's, the takeover, the total takeover. Or oh, something? yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So they took over the whole hour there. I'm telling you, man, like for, between you, Barrett, like I'm sitting there watching from 7 a.m., sweating, all nervous and everything. <laughs> I must have bought four different things. You half bought four things? Uh, yes, I won't even use half. Did you get the blender? No, I didn't get the blender. I, oh, I got man. the scoop maker, though. Oh, okay. All right, we're back Bro. to the network. Hold on one sec, man. Go ahead. Bro, same thing happened when I um, used to get up and go do breakfast on broad. And since our, our our channel was on, you know, like that that extra channel, the the plus channel, yeah. Um, at four o'clock in the morning, we'd be sitting. I'd be sitting at my desk after I go through the rundown. I'm looking up and I see all these things they're selling. I I, I can remember buying that the, those knives, and I yeah. bought these knives, and I didn't get them for like three months. So I was pissed off about that because I didn't get the knives, you know. And it, and, mm -hmm. and, and and you know, seeing everything else they had on there, you know, one night they had Breitling watches they were selling. I was going to try mm -hmm. to buy a Breitling watch, you know. So I. I, I tended to look away now. You know, I don't want to look at that stuff because they make it look so appetizing. I know, too. I, I know. Wanna, oh, it was kind it. of a, it was kind of addictive. I gotta, I gotta be honest. Like while I was <laughs> watching this guy talk about a stupid blender, I was like interested in it. Yeah. It was, oh. it's bizarre. And this well, is right around the town. Showtime. Remember the Showtime oven? You know, I yeah. bought the Showtime rotisserie. Unbelievable, man. You know, I what? mean, I, I still use it. So I, I think what what it is. It's it's a combination, right? Like, think about this. This is why Amazon works so damn well. Is like the time that you could spend on Twitter or Tinder or anything in between, you can go to Amazon and just search through like the daily deals. And you're thinking to yourself, yeah, do you know, do I really need that neon green pair of running shoes? Mm -hmm. And you know, it's like here's the deal, and it's it's how it's presented, right? So right, we're right, in right. already. And I think the difference on QVC just from you know trading and going through this is they really tell you like not to sell and to just talk and like reference stuff so mm -hmm. like from a from Barrett's standpoint like somebody selling you know spices or something food related to somebody who can cook right telling a story about their grandmother making the maple sugar on the yeah. bacon is going to you got trigger it. something in your yeah, head you got it. Yeah. oh my god right. I that shit. what is it is it tom and dave or something what, what are the guys names the show you were on oh no pat and dan pat, pat is and dan woman, yeah pat and dan <laughs> yeah pat the woman though we want to make sure oh okay okay yeah, pat was hooking it like pat get you know Gave me this amazing intro. I didn't even know, you know, they knew who I was as far as like doing stuff locally. But she's like, oh, I can't wait to hear you take on the Eagles. I was going to throw it in there just for Barrett. Yeah, you probably hear more Phillies first. But 
Well, Joey B <laughs> bought some lights from you. Apparently. I saw that on Twitter, man. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Look, I just appreciate you guys watching. We Joey really B, will, great, uh, man. Good yeah, morning, Mom. That 60K note, man. Bro, it's, it's 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 one thing you Art. look at that stuff, man. I, I can see you selling it, man. I mean, it's, it sells itself, really. Thing, right? Wait, I, I tell you, I, I'll show you this razor that I have. So they gave me this same brand, Home Three Sixty Five, and they gave me this electric razor. It's three in one, right? So you can use it on your head. You know, the three little dials, Brown, that yep. you, right? You can use that. They've got a trimmer where you can shape up, and then they have this nose hair thing. And the nose hair thing is incredible. It's like one of you remember that Flowbee that you could cut your hair with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the nose. It's just like, it just yes. takes it right out. Wow. Gonna, the next time you see me on there, I'm going to be trimming my nose hair on QB. Wow. Bro, that's a must have when you're on TV, man. I'm telling you. I've been. Relationships have ended. All right. <laughs> I need that, bro. Because it's not like having stalactites, you know, hanging out your nose when you're trying to talk and I'm you're looking you. at the other guy's nose. Like, come on, man. Oh. Do something about that. Man. Come on, man. TV now. You got to have more self-awareness, people. You know what I'm saying? You never know, though. Like, you Take a look in the mirror every once in a yeah, while. I mean, you got to get you got to get it out of there, bro. Yeah. You got to get out of there. You know, you can't, yeah. you know. And I'm, I, I was on, I, one of my co-hosts is not you guys, but, you know, I, I've been on uh, NBC with. Mm -hmm. Definitely had the, the stalactites. Stalactites oh, yeah? Would have come out. Little yeah, issue? Man. Yeah. It's, well, you, know, who, who, you got to name names now. I, I can't do that, man. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he's still there, so that really that really messes it up because there's not many people still there, but he's still there. So. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so that's why you can't time out. I could probably figure Mark out who. Enemy who? Just just tell us who it is. We're not going to think of this individual any less. The entire city, including the three of us, love Michael. Not to say it's him. I'm just saying if it were him as an example. That's all. Is it Ray? I mean, like you couldn't say anything about Ray's appearance. That would impact the negative, like from a negative standpoint. You know, I really like that Ray Dittinger, but I heard from Barrett Brooks that he's got nose hair way too long, so psh, I'm out. Yeah. Well, hold on, you got. If you're talking about Ray, you can't even say Ray because Ray's not looking into the camera. Ray's always on his notes. You have right, to get Ray's attention. The legal pad. Yeah, yeah you got to you got to get Ray's attention. And then he gets, you know, he's like, "Oh, Ray, what do you think about that?" Then he'll he'll go, he'll fold his book up. Well, Michael, mm -hmm. <laughs> he goes into his spill, you know, but you got to get his attention sometimes. And you can all, hey, this is a little, this is a little gym right now. When you're watching post game show or the pregame show, watch Ray. When he wants to say something and he has something to say, watch his pen. He'll start, mm -hmm. you know, his. Yep. Starts tapping it. Yeah. He'll tap mm -hmm. just, and that's how Mike knows that he has something, you know, right. to say. Time to call on Ray. Right. <laughs> you should just he's put his like, hand up. He's not like, yeah, he's not like me and Seth, you know. No? Right, right, yeah. He's not like me and Seth. Me and Seth jockeying. Hey, but, but, you know, you know what I mean? We're still going back and forth. This Ray's sitting there with his pen. Well, what jumped out at you at the uh, open practice? I heard Kez Watkins is impressing people. Quez is having an unbelievable camp. He's going up and he's making the tough catches. Now, in that's something that we really need to focus on. You know, you, when you look at big-time wide receivers, the reason they're big-time because they make the tough catches, the catches they aren't supposed to catch. They don't necessarily have a lot of volume catches or anything like that, but they make those tough catches. That's what makes them great. None of our receivers besides Quez is, is, is making those tough catches. So, hence, that's why our you know our guys like you know Fulgham. Look at Fulgham. Fulgham had a tremendous – first half of the season because he was making the tough catches, making the hard to get catches. Once he stops doing that,
then he becomes average real quick. And there's no room for him to be average when you have guys as fast as they are on this Eagles team. He's not a fast guy. He's a big guy. So he's he has to be that guy to go up and get those 50-50 balls, the balls that are that are challenging to get. Mm-hmm. That's how he's going to set himself apart from other guys. That's why J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, I mean, J.J. is having a pretty good camp because he's making the tougher catches than, you know, other guys. Like Hightower, he's outplaying Hightower right now. Hightower better get it together or else he might be on the hound. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When, you know, when, guy, when, when guys say the hound, this is back That's in the, the day. The hound. That's yeah. the greyhound. The hound is yeah. the greyhound. You know, they're going to give you a ticket to give you, get you up out of there. Right. Well, you got to start setting yourself apart. And I don't see these guys setting us apart. Besides Quez Watkins. He had a, um, he had one play where he went up and got it from from um Harris. You know, mm-hmm. Harris is, you know, the best, well, supposed to be the best safety we have. He went up and high pointed the ball in the end zone for a touchdown. Those I mean, even though Hurts, they they probably blew the play dead, and Hurts would have probably been sacked on the play. But he actually flicked it 50 yards in the air in the end zone. And and Quez went up there and got it. And he has the speed. He's raised a four three guy. In fact, he might have ran the fastest time at the combine last year. You know, so so how did he last all the way to the sixth round? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Mississippi State. He didn't. He wasn't making those Southern Miss. Yeah, he wasn't making those big time. I'm telling you, that's that's what sets guys apart. When you can make the big time catch, you might even have to be a volume catcher, but you got to flash sometimes in order to be noticed. And He's at this point now where he wants to get noticed. I don't see why he's not starting. He should be a starter now. Hmm. He should be a starter because yeah, he's showing at camp. I don't know, man. Like I feel like we get caught up in this stuff every year, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Get, no, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not saying you're wrong. You're right about that. See? But but hold on. Let, let me clarify because I don't want it to sound like I was coming down on what you were saying. I, I think what happens is there's not enough middle ground, right? Mm-hmm. Like right. Greg Ward and who is the cat before him? that was balling in camp and it was like hey this is our new number one mm-hmm. it was like whoa 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 why don't we just look at somebody who should be now a contributor and that's kind of how i felt like right. with watkins right and now what, what you're saying it makes me feel better about that but i feel like there are going to be people that take what barrett just said and are going to go oh man all right now let's let's do this we got a number right. one. We got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, whoa, whoa. We need yeah. to have. I'm not saying pump the brakes. I'm saying we need to have middle ground. That's it. We, we need a little more. We need a little more in stock. You know, build yeah. that stock up a little more before we just go ahead and anoint you. Well, you know and we also saying? need to see him play against another team in a game. Da, da, da. Like, exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, everybody well, wants to get up, up but, in but, arms because you know, he caught something in practice. Well, I'm going to tell you this. There's one guy in camp right now. That you could put your money on it. And I said it last week and I'll say it again. He might be a set uh, a, a, a double digit guy in sacks this year. Sweat. Sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, man. I mean, yeah. he has become, I'm trying to think, he and Mayalata have yes. become the darlings of camp, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, it's not that they become, they they've worked their way into it. Well, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. That's a better way to put it. Right. They've I don't want to say that like they don't deserve it. They clearly have deserved right. it. Coyote too. I, I I don't know how he's a rookie from um, uh, Buffalo. Yep. It, you know, it, another darling in camp right now. Everybody's loving. It's Tyree Jackson, the former quarterback from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. He's had a phenomenal camp. Is he a tight end. Yeah. Yeah. Like six yeah. seven six eight. Big guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm in fact I, I actually um I actually called the, I was the color analyst on the on the Temple 
um, Buffalo game two years ago. Was it two mm-hmm. years ago or three games? And um, he looked good as a quarterback. He he he's starting he started to rub those veterans the wrong way though. You know, like you know during practice after he caught a touchdown uh, during team period, he went up and dunked it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and yeah, you know they were like flash to him, right, yeah. right. You know, yeah. but you got to watch that. You know, you don't want to keep making that. Now we'll see if he's doing all that when he can get hit, when he can really get hit during game type situation. He's not used to getting hit. He's been a quarterback. He's had that red jersey on. You know, it's a lot different when guys can go out there and knock you out. You right. know, and and and, and there lies a problem. You know, you don't have that red jersey anymore. So if you don't have the red jersey on, they can hit you. Well, finally, so we'll we have see. a game this Thursday night. Yes, we we will see what's going on now against did, the Steelers. Right, right. Did any of you guys uh, catch any of the Hall of Fame stuff? I yes. I loved it. I oh, saw a lot of it. No, it was great. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was great. You know, I, I like what Edger and James, you know, was saying. You know, he said, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. You know, just because I got gold teeth, I got dreads and everything. I come from Florida. I mean, I talk as fluent as you do. But, hey, you're talking about a guy with the heart of a champion, a guy that goes out there and keeps his nose clean, a guy that's never been arrested. You know, mm-hmm. I don't get in trouble. I just go about my work of being one of the best athletes to play the game. Yeah. I had to go back and look at his numbers, man. He had he had quite a few 1,000-yard oh, years, man. No question. Yeah, he, no question. He's definitely uh, Hall, Hall of Fame. I think he's uh, – what is he, all-time in yards? He's in the top 15, I think. Yep. Yep, I mean in all time yards. We're talking about a trio, you know, him, Manning, and um and um receiver ha- Marvin third, Harrison. Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Those and three Reggie put up Wayne. Some great numbers. Yeah. Well, yeah, you would have put Reggie Wayne in there. Yeah. They put up some great numbers, man. Great, great numbers. So but you know, that I love that speech. I love Peyton's speech. Yeah. Why was you he know? so sweaty though? Who? What was up with that shirt, man? Which one? Manning. Manning, Manning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you see Troy? Troy was the same. Palomar was the same way. No, but I mean, this dude had like a two-tone shirt on, and it only stopped sweating like right at at the stomach area. No, yeah. <laughs> but I think well, yeah. you know Tom Brady coming out and being in the in the house for his induction maybe had him sweating a little bit. <laughs> that was a pretty classy move out of Brady. Very classy. Very. Yeah. In fact, they might not even. They might not even. Uh, make him wait the five years. <laughs> yeah, just put him in now. They should put him in while he's still while he's playing. Still playing. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do with some of the golfers. I mean, Phil Mickelson's been in the Hall of Fame for years. Yeah, yeah. They, what sports do that? They're uh, that's not. They're not the only one though. Does tennis do it? I'm not uh, sure. That I don't know. Is I there a tennis Hall of Fame? I'm sure. <laughs> but think well, about that. To, like, doesn't know, boxing do that? Didn't Bernard Hopkins get put into the Hall of Fame and was still fighting? Well, yeah. Then the boxers yeah. just keep fighting. <laughs> Right, he, he came know. back. He came back. <laughs> then they fight YouTubers. Right, and they're not. And they're done fighting each other. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I feel like individual sports probably a better way. Like the NHL doesn't do this. You have to. You have to be done. Right. Yeah. Edgerton oh, yeah. James had twelve thousand two hundred and forty-six yards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if that will not now see there lies the, what Ricky Waters had. What ten thousand? That's why I'm saying Ricky should be a Hall of Famer. Also, you know, I don't know why they're not giving him you know, really a chance, but he should well, be a hall of famer, man. Here's what I don't, I don't get. Like, why is Calvin Johnson a first ballot hall of famer, but T.O. is not right. Oh, that, that was doesn't, just, that doesn't make sense. No, it makes sense because, um, he rubbed people the wrong way. 
And okay. that's what but, happened. Yeah, yeah, so did a lot of guys. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, Ty yeah. Cobb killed somebody. Right. Right? And he's yeah. in the freaking Hall of Fame. I think Emmett Smith's the jerk, and he's the, he's the number one guy in rushing yards. You're absolutely. He's, he's one of the worst people, you know, that, that, I, that I mean, that I met being, you know, being around him. Yeah. And usually, you know, usually when you're around, when you're around, um, Guys, you know, you usually, you know, feel as though you're on, the, you know, you're on an even level, and it's not like you know, a guy that's not played. Mm-hmm. But even he, even big times, the guys that are, you know, former players, you know what yeah. I mean. So I mean, I, I guess I'm not, um, I'm not on that on his level. He made sure that, you know, that he wouldn't talk to me, but he talked to everybody right? else. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. not surprised. Mm. Yeah, he kind of ignored me. But that's fine. Though. I I'm a sucker for that Hall anyway. of Fame stuff, though, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, you like watching, I, I turned back into a ten year old kid. Yeah, I was going to say know, like watching football in the '70s. I don't know what it is, but the I, I get like emotional when I hear guys talk about their coaches. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like the impact that they had on their lives. I think that's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, like, I tell people all the time. You know how how uh, Snyder. You know Bill Snyder. Mm-hmm. He saved my life, man. He he really put me on the right track. You know, I wasn't a guy that I wouldn't do anything stupid, but he gave me the discipline to not be lazy and go out there and 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 really put me in a position to be successful. You know, he came and took me off that Greyhound bus. He um, you know, he did the little things you know, make sure you know he made sure I was clean shaved. You know, I was clean shaved, no mustache, no no beard. You know. You, he, he said you couldn't have earrings in, you know, no ear screws in, you know, he was, he was. Ear screws? Is that what he, he called? Ear he ring? called them ear screws. Ear screws. Brooksy, get them ear screws out. Now, That's he, what I'm going to call, uh, what's it called now? What are these damn th- pods? That's what I'm calling these oh, apple yeah. pods now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ear screws. <laughs> right. You know, he did the little things, man. I mean, he's phenomenal coach because he was more so of a of a mentor than anything you know a lot of guys who played for him would definitely say the same thing i mean he actually came like i'm from i'm from kenlock in st louis kenlock you know at the time had the fifth highest crime rate per capita in the nation um really bad area but see at the time i didn't know i was poor because everybody else was living like i was but i can remember he drove all the way from kansas state and drove to my house in kenlock and i can remember when he pulled up my uncle and my cousin tried to sell him dope. Is that right? They ran up to his Cadillac because back in the day, you know, I'm just being <laughs> real, you got back in the day, you know, prosperous people would come in and and they would give them, they said, all right, they wanted, you know, some some dope. They would give them the dope and they let them use their car for the day. It's like they were renting this car for drugs. Wow. Well, they ran up to us going, hey, I want this Cadillac. No, I want this Cadillac. I'm going, yo, get away from him. Yeah. That's the, that's the coach from Kansas State. Oh, my fault. My wow. fault, bro. My fault. My fault. He, he wasn't in a purple Cadillac, was he? <laughs> no, no. It was like a okay. gold Cadillac. But okay. they wanted to use the Cadillac to uh, <laughs> to yeah. print it <laughs> for drugs. I mean, I'm like, come on, man. Come on. I said, I said, sorry about that, coach. He's like, oh, Larry, interesting characters you got there, huh? I said, they're actually my cousins. <laughs> we got to take a quick break. We're coming up more on uh, the weekend here. We're back in three across the board. It is the middle. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. 
wherever you are in life. Count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio, here's Aton Shander, Eric Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, now, last night, the open practice. Anybody else did this, or is it just us over the weekend? I feel like this is something normal, right? Yeah, I think most teams do it a couple of times. The Eagles do it, uh, I think, twice this year. There's going to be one more of these open deals. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know it used to be great though when you'd, you'd be able to take the trip up to Lehigh or Westchester before they went to Lehigh, you know it was like a sort of a thing you'd get together with your your boys and go up a couple times, you know the two open practices at the link in such a you know that kind of environment doesn't really do much for me. Right, right, right. You know, no, open I, practice. Go ahead. No, no, no. Open practices, man. You know, you you. As a player, you enjoyed open practices because it didn't it didn't seem like it lasted as long, mm-hmm. even though you were going harder because you're going in pads because you want to give the fans a show. 
um, it's the closest you probably get to like game type situations besides when you scrimmage somebody, you know, when you're in an open practice, because you're going to want to go a little harder for the fans, you know, especially when you have 20,000 there and it was legitimately 20,000. They filled up, they filled up the lower bowl. Okay. You know, so now were you, where were you, what was your vantage point? Were you on the field at all? Um, I started out on the field and I, nobody told me that I wasn't supposed to be on the field. Okay. So I, you know, I walked straight down to the field, you know, cause nobody said anything to me, you know, mm-hmm. everybody else had to go upstairs in the press box. So I was on the field. I'm looking around like, Hey, where's everybody at? So I go to my cameraman. I was like, yo, bro, where's everybody at? You know, where all the, Oh, everybody else is upstairs. I said, well, they didn't say anything to me. He said, yeah. Cause um, <laughs> I come down, I'm talking to people, you know, signing autographs, you know, I'm going and, you know, and it was like, you know, I was supposed to be down there when I really wasn't. You know, now, are you signing autographs because you're on the middle? Like people were recognizing you as uh, part of the middle and they wanted your autograph? Yeah, I just happened to be Harry and Aton's co-host. That's what was it was. It? <laughs> <laughs> was, was anybody asking for us? Yeah, where's that Aton at? <laughs> oh, he's already all busy on QVC. He's on QVC. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, then I realized, okay, let me get out of here before I get in trouble. So then I went back up. I went upstairs and you know, and uh, watch practice from upstairs. In fact, it happened to be better down um, upstairs than it was downstairs because, you had, you know, when you're at the same yeah. level as Phil, you can't really see everything. Mm-hmm. But up there, you, you can see replays and, you know, you can see the field. And, you know, I went out there and I watched Dillard get his ass kicked again, you know, but it was, it was pretty good. Again? Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Status quo. If, if, yeah. if, if, Why if, is he... if, yeah, go ahead. If there's any way, that this kid starts in front of Jordan Malata, it'll be a travesty. It'll be misconduct. It'd be um, conduct detrimental to the to the NFL if he starts in front of Malata. Yeah, Malata's bald. He's shown himself to be a good tackle. He's being consistent. He's doing the little things like dropping his hips, punching with his hands, driving guys around. He's doing a little. He did a he did a double team block with um. With um, what was the guy? I got. Let me take my little list out, because you know, of course, you can't see anybody's numbers. Those numbers suck, man. Because right. they were they were the green like fluorescent numbers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can't tell what that number is when they're out there like that, man. I mean, it's hard enough to see them like that. You couldn't even tell who it was. Really, it was that hard. Oh, even yeah. when we were above. Yep, it was really hard, man. Wow. You really couldn't tell who was who because of that. Maybe that was on purpose. Yeah. Right. right. They wanted, they wanted you way. to think that Dillard was my lotta. Exactly. <laughs> right. My lotta was Dillard. You could not tell the difference between a 16 jersey and an 18 jersey. Well, you could tell by the way they're playing, but <laughs> not, mm. not from the numbers on the jersey. But um, let me see. Who was the who was starting? Who did they have starting? We did that at uh, uh, Opeta. So I went to a high school that was really good at hockey, um, sent mm-hmm. a couple of kids like to the NHL and et cetera. I couldn't skate to save my life. And what they would do is they would play these exhibition games. Right. And they would put dudes in different jerseys and they would just get run. They put like their third stringers out on their first line and, and everything. And they just get run. And then they would take on that school like, you know, three months later. Right. Whatever it may be. And they're coming in thinking, oh, we killed this team in the preseason, all this stuff. The next thing you know, they had like 
different players wearing different jerseys back to their real stuff. No, that's not. He can't do that's not nope. right, man. Uh, I didn't know. It probably was illegal. It, it, that is. You can't do that. That's New England Prep Scholastic uh, Athletic Conference, whatever the hell it's called. The gunnery. <laughs> I didn't no wrong for that. Them out. I think uh, we had one of these front office guys here in Philadelphia, his son went and played hockey there. I mean, it was a, it was a factory. They lied to me and said, "Hey, come play football." Meanwhile, all all it was was just a bunch of guys who were taking the who were taking the fall in order to train for hockey and playing football. <laughs> That's, that was the extent of their football. Well, speaking of hockey, Ron uh, Culver points out that uh, the NHL didn't wait didn't have Wayne Gretzky wait. As soon as he retired, he went right into the Hall of Fame. What a second. That goes is, without saying. Yeah, but is that is that the only guy that's done that though? Like, has anybody else, Ron, in the NHL been put in there? Well, he shouldn't make. Them I think it's the exception. Yeah. Okay, well that's yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying. So they made an exception, right? Which I which they didn't need to do. You know, it's like yeah, we all feel bad that Kirby Puckett and others, right? Like, but you don't have to jump ahead of it just to put him in there. I don't know. I feel like it would be a little cheap to put Tom Brady in right now. No, not me. You do? I do. He's in. He's a Hall of Famer. Like, you don't (laughs) go through all this other stuff. Derek Jeter had to wait. Tom Brady can wait. (laughs) All right, we're back at three on the network. Still live on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Give us a like. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that notification bell. That's all I'm saying. Like, Derek Jeter. You don't need to skip the line here. I get it. I, 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 all. I think that you. I'm not saying to... hold him out. I'm not saying oh, he's got to wait or anything like that. Like he should. In fact, I'll I'll do you one better. Like they should just make the weekend about Tom Brady and just put him in and be just, the only. He's the only guy. Yeah. In the yeah. class. Or do like a do like a, a quasi. You know, do like a Saturday, Brady gets inducted, and Sunday, everybody else gets inducted. Uh, so he has his whole day to himself. <laughs> his own day. That's okay. fine with me. See, um, I'm not taking anything away from the dude, but just come on. You don't need to. But no BS, no joking around. I, they could make an exception for him. There's no question about that. Say what you want to say about Belichick and him teaming up with Belichick. That, no, Tom Terrific was the reason why that team was as good as they were. Period, point blank. I mean, it, it, you know, he's the best quarterback to ever play. You know, and it used to be Joe Montana, but there's no question. No question. He, he cemented himself when he left. He left the party yeah. and went and joined in with another party and still rocked the house. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Still won it. So, yeah, I, I Tom, Tom, the best ever. And I, and I hate, I mean, I absolutely hate. And I say hate, I'm not even being, you know, I hate New England. I hate them. They took a they took a Super Bowl for me too. I should yeah. have two rings. No, it's nothing wrong with that. But I cannot I can't hate on on Tom and how good he is. So you know if they did make an exception, he would be the guy that you know. So you'd have to say that he's. I mean, would you say he's the best football player to ever played the game? Would you say that? A lot of people would, say Jerry Rice is right, and I I, I beg to differ because I mm-hmm. think actually I think the Reverend is better than him, Mister Mister. You know. I mean, come on now. You, you You're talking about me? Reggie White. The, the, Who are you talking about? The Reverend. Reggie White, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Reverend, it's no question. I mean, come on, man. Are you kidding me? 
I don't know. Yeah, but isn't, isn't Aaron I mean, Donald as good as uh, Reggie White? I'd say LT. You yeah, can make Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence don't forget Taylor. about him. Lawrence Taylor and 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 Reggie White on Mr. Yeah. White on the same. I, see, I can't even say Reggie White. Mr. White, Mr. White and Lawrence Taylor are probably on the same line because you had to change yeah. how you block plays. You changed the way you do um, offense. You know what I'm saying? Like you could not just leave him on. Usually you, you leave linebackers with backs, tight ends. You literally had to change how you protected a play. Mm-hmm. By where he lined it up on the field. If he lined up on the on the right side, you would literally change everybody. It's the same with LT. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Both guys. Yeah, both. Both. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, it's I think you have to put them both. Oh, no question. Yeah. No question. And I think both guys are better than Jerry Rice. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, now, this is interesting because I saw this. Brandon Lee Gowton and others have been tweeting about this, and it's difficult because it's on a platform that is not really meant for nuance. But it seems like there is no middle ground when it comes to what's happening with Jalen Hurts. Adam's Exploits on the stream asks a very simple and realistic question. The only middle ground you're getting are for the people that are down there watching him. So Barrett has been down there a couple of times. And it just seems like there isn't a rush to anoint and there isn't a rush to bench. But there's been a lot of up and down. Yeah. say the least. Yes. Just from my analysis, my perception of what what Hertz is going through, it's just his priest now. Like when the, when he delivers the ball, you know it's 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 he's not overthrowing guys. He's getting it to him. They get him and keep running. He catches it in stride. Throws a beautiful deep ball. Gets the ball out on um, you know, to to the receiver um right there where and throws a very catchable ball. But the timing in which he gets the ball out still needs to get faster. And that just comes with pre-snap reads. That comes with knowing the offense well enough that you know exactly where you're going with the ball before the play even happens. That's what the great quarterbacks do. Right. That's what that, Brady that's does. That's going to take time. That right. takes a long time. Yeah. You know, and you could see the difference between when 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 he's in, in the offense and you see the other guys in the offense. But as far as skill set, you know, as a quarterback – He's still the better of the three quarterbacks, you know, the better. There's no question. He's the better of the three quarterbacks. It's just he needs to get that pre-snap. The ball takes too long getting out of his hands. Mm-hmm. He's got to know if, the, if, if they throwing a blitz, coming from the right side, you got to throw into the blitz. The hot rod's got to stop and deliver the ball. You can't think you're going to run out of every situation and use your legs. You know, oh. you're going to have to hand the ball off sometimes when you run a read option instead of keeping it all the time. That just comes with reps and doing it, man. You know, so I mean, it's gonna take a little while for 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 him to be that way. And and do the Eagles have enough time to wait? Do I mean is the urgency for them to win right now a determining factor? It probably is. I don't think so. I what mean, I'm talking about as far as him being, you know, a guy that's gonna um that's gonna lead this team into the future. 
Well, you're not going to know that for for a while. I mean, if they even if they don't make a move on Deshaun Watson, I think you know it's it's got to be you know the whole year. Right. Right. Exactly. You know. Exactly. But uh, speaking my- of Deshaun Watson, did you see the tweets that came out that were basically opposites? Yeah. Within Charles- about a three minute span, Charles Robinson. Uh, put this out, Aton, on Deshaun Watson. The Texans have not given up on him being their QB. They're not taking low ball offers. This is why they aren't being overly communicative communicative with teams. Barring a strong offer, Texas Brass, Texans Brass, will try to get him back into the fold before the season begins. And then you had John McClain, who knows everything Hall of that Fame. goes on. Yes, Hall of Fame John McClain. Now, when you say then, am I led to believe that McClain's came out after? Well, let me see here. Uh, McClain's was at 1020. Actually, Robinson's came out three okay. minutes after uh, McClain's tweet. McClain's right. tweet said, Watson will never play another down for the Texans. That was at wow. 1020 a.m. And 1023, wow. Charles Robinson puts out his tweet. You know what? Wow. That, somebody inside the organization being like, whoa, we just lost a ton of leverage. Right. Yeah, somebody get Charles Robinson on the phone right now. <laughs> whoa, what just happened? Because yes. I guarantee you, like, McClain is getting that from who? Most likely from Watson, right? Himself. Right. Or, or the agent. Or yeah. Yes, his agent. Yes, yeah. the extension of Deshaun Watson. So the team has to come out and say, whoa, what's going on here? We're about to lose this deal. Whatever deal we may have had, we're about to lose if it's a second round pick. Like that tweet could be enough, right? You guys, yes. Know, for a general manager to come back and be like, uh uh-uh, uh, that's not what I heard. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're groveling for a fourth round pick instead of receiving a second round. Pick. Yeah. You, 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 you're trying to get a, get a first rounder to a guy that's not even going to play this next year coming up and you're going to get a second round instead of a first round. I mean, we were all, we were all in agreement that we were going to get three first rounders next year. Now we got two and a possible. I feel yeah. like I'm playing spades when it and comes that possible to doesn't look too good. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> we bet for a Boston, and we hey, there's no way we're going to get a Boston now. Yeah. <laughs> nope. You're right, though. I mean, it's like- blind, blind ten. Let's go, baby. We, we we went with the blind, and we got blinded. <laughs> it's unfortunate, isn't it? But you know, you still had to make that deal. I think for the for the issue with Wentz, at least, like. I don't have any remorse about it. You still, he no. did not want to be here. It it was really bad for Fletcher mm-hmm. Cox and others who were upset about unnamed reports coming out. We had unnamed reports for years coming out about Carson Wentz and love him or hate him. It turned out to be right. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely right. Some of that stuff is going on now. Again, like there was one player who echoed Michael Robinson's comments that were made on the NFL network. So I don't know if that's enough for me personally to say, all right, let's mount a column. But I don't, people are talking, man. Like if I'm if I'm the 50th guy on the roster and here comes a new coach with a new system and all these other things, and I'm thinking to myself, hey, man, my ass could be out of here, then I might float something out to a reporter saying, hey, hey, nobody knows who this dude is. Nobody's listening to this guy. Are you kidding me? Just don't put my name on that. <laughs> right? I mean, this is, hey, or maybe you've already fallen out of con. Maybe you've already fallen out, right? Maybe in OTAs or something. Coach is giving you that eye, like, yeah, I know this guy was here, but that's Doug's guy, man. That's not mm-hmm. my guy. Not my guy. Uh-uh. Bro, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. So with me, you know, every time I think of Jalen Hurts, man, the whole situation, man, I just think of Eight Mile, man, and what's that song? Lose Yourself yes. by Eminem. I'm just thinking he's in the corner right now, listening to Eminem right now before practice. Every time he goes out there, he's thinking about Eminem. You know what I'm saying? You got to lose yourself. You know what I'm saying? What's that? Hands are sweaty. Whatever, whatever he says, man. It yeah. seems like he's that's his buildup going into every single pa- uh, practice. He's got to build himself up to 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 take on not just you know the perception of his teammates, his coaches, but also the front office. You know what I mean? It seems like the it seems like the fans are ready for him to take hold of this team. The the fans want him to be the number one quarterback, but he's fighting three different battles yep. with his teammates, the coaches. In the front office, yeah, but all he can do is play. You know, all he can do is play. And if he plays in a couple of these preseason games, and they go out and get Deshaun Watson, and he looks half decent, he's going to get a chance somewhere else. Well, see, you know, like Michael Thomas just said, you know, I'm saying, um, you know, you have to wait for the games. You know, yeah, Um, I understand that everything in camp is overblown, but it's not. It's not overblown. These rookies, these guys trying to make teams. Uh, this quarterback trying to be a starter quarterback, it means everything to them what they're doing right now. This is how they make their evaluations. Right, but this the is fans' how reactions go. are overblown. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right, well, like that, yeah, yeah. fans' reactions. And, that, and that happens in every every camp for every fan base. It's not Absolutely. just here. Exactly. Know? But the difference is you don't you, – you usually hear a little bit about, all right, this is our guy. You've heard absolutely nothing about that. And, and you know, that's – that's blowing my mind that, you know, they're not really having any type of response. They're not entertaining any responses right. on him being the starting quarterback, which I think, you know, I, I just don't, I've never seen this happen before, you know, never seen this happen before. So zero when he does, when he does throw a pass that's incomplete or over, you know, a receiver's head, it does get overblown because there's no, there's so much uncertainty on what he's doing. I don't know if they said anything to him about who's the starter. I mean, they're showing that he's the starter. He's taking all the starting reps, but still not solidifying with the rest of the city, especially this city here. You know, we're we're a different fan base as compared to anybody else. Totally different fan base. Football. Yes. Right. Other sports where we're just like a lot of fan bases where if, if our stuff ain't hitting, we ain't sitting. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. There's a paradigm for you. Yeah, there it is. Not ain't at all. We ain't sitting. All right. <laughs> you saw what happened to that attendance streak in Philadelphia with the Phillies. And- Except the Flyers fans. Yeah, I, I think even that yeah. is a little it's eroding, but yes, still. Yes, it is. You got yeah. the, the Mertitis out there trying to talk logic right. in the fan base, and all of a sudden they're waking up. Wait a second, maybe I don't have to continue to go to every single game. And when they woke him up. And he saw the light. Mm-hmm. That's what turned me around. I'm like, oh my goodness! If Martinez is, is, is looking and looking at things, you know, the way I'm looking at it, there's something going on. We all see it now. We all see it. Yeah, we all see it. Yeah. Well, I need a game. <laughs> I really, I need, I need a game. I, we right. got nothing tonight. You know, we have nothing. Well, that's not true. That's not true at all. Okay. First well, nothing all, local. I mean, there's no Phillies. Oh, game yeah. Tonight. I mean, there's nothing like local right now, but I'm in a pretty, I'm in three separate tennis DFS tournaments. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> we got, what what uh, tennis tournament is going on right now? The Rogers Cup. The Rogers Cup. 
Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Up in Toronto. Uh, oh, oh maybe yeah. It's Montreal. I'm not sure. No, it's it's Toronto. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rogers Center. Rogers Center. Yeah. Rogers. It's the Rogers Center. So Is I, ping I, pong I, over with? No, no, no. I, I look ping pong, man. I, I ping pong is like late night stuff. For me. The ping pong season never ends. No, it, oh, it's, okay. I, I don't think it does. It's like uh, golf. Right. We'll just find a different place to play on the planet. Right. Seriously. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to sweat out, of course, because tennis is so freaking corrupt. I'm going to have to sweat out this stupid bet. Corrupt. That I made earlier. Yeah. Tennis. What? Tennis is ridiculous, man. Tennis. Uh, honestly, like I know soccer, like international soccer. And what's the other one? Cricket constantly yeah. gets it high lie i don't even think it's out oh, that, that's, like, that's just blatantly corrupt right that's right WWE. that's fixed exactly that's fixed right that's fixed i think yeah. tennis is there's a difference right between corrupt and fixed mm-hmm. i think yeah. corrupt is there are people infiltrated like the black Sox. i think they were corrupt oh no, no no i guess you could say fixed in the sense of they use that term but they were corrupted like the right. sport is not fixed the team corrupted the sport, right. except for Shoeless, who will have you believe that he didn't know anything. <laughs> Wait, does anybody actually believe that, by the way? No. That Shoeless Joe Jackson had no idea what was going on around him because, hey, I'm just a guy from the farm. Yeah, right. He you saw know? it. He saw it. He I'm not buying saw it. He yeah. exactly saw it. Yeah. My thing is, look, if I really, really, really wanted to fix a World Series – especially back in the day where there isn't social media, et cetera, et cetera. I would want one guy and Hey, coincidence or not happen to be the best guy to be out there busting his hump to make it look like this wasn't a fix or corruption in that sense. That's all it happens, bro. It I happens. don't believe that. Who was it? John Cusack or was it DB Sweeney? You remember who uh, I think it was DB Sweeney. Was it DB Sweeney? I think I think it was. That was an underrated role, man. Underrated yeah. role. I'm about to get butchered, by the way, on this Ostapenko bet. <laughs> See, there is stuff going on. Well, we got four games tonight, right? In baseball. What? In baseball? I think so, right? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I was looking over this this uh, Philly schedule now here. They got some tough teams coming up. They got the Dodgers, of course, then Cincinnati. Who's playing well? They got San Diego down, uh, not too far down the road, and Tampa Bay. Yeah. Right. And then in September, they don't play any division games at home in September. Like all their division games are on the road. So are we 13, saying that they're 13. peaking too quick? They're, they're peaking too early. There's 50 games to go. That's right. an eternity. <laughs> Did we peak too early, man? I, I, man, I know everybody's excited, and it's, that's great. You know, they had a big weekend. They get Roy Halladay, uh, you know, that commemorate him. That was great. Zach Wheeler looked like Roy Halladay on the mound. Right, right, right. It's great they didn't have to go to that wretched bullpen. Oh, man, we gave I, out the, uh, the Uncle Cooper fade New York parlay yesterday. Oh, is that right? Hopefully people were watching. Absolutely. Man. Yeah, but didn't you didn't you fade the Angels on Friday night and they actually beat the Dodgers? Yeah, Friday, Friday, that was the one we actually had a good weekend overall in baseball. That was the one that did not hit. Okay. Friday, because actually I, I didn't have the Angels. I had Dodgers, so I had the Phillies under four and a half mixed with the Dodgers over four and a half. Mm. So because the Dodgers lost that game, they couldn't get to five runs. So that was the one that that beat us but no i mean look the yesterday was easy right you had anthony rizzo and this whole thing with covid 
coming down on the Yankees. And you had the Mets, who were lifeless, heading into a game that if there was ever a day to bet a narrative, it would be Roy Halladay standing over in spirit. Zach Wheeler having his own Cy Young season. All right, we're, we're back at three. Uh, the network still live on Jacob Media. We'll break before the hour ends here on the middle. No, oh, that was that was the easy one, right? Which one? Phillies minus Phillies, one. Yeah. Oh, 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 so we hit Phillies minus one. The Reds minus one, but that voided. And then the fade New York was the Phillies minus one with the Mariners plus two. It didn't need that two, but still. That, that paid out 177. So hmm. I like these little two-leg baseball. So I was looking at this from the PGF, of course, because I got to give them credit, about finding home teams that are minus 200 or greater with a total at 10 or greater and busting them down to minus one at home mixed with somebody else, right? So like the Reds, for example, give up that lead late in the game. They still have that one run lead. So the push is always in play as opposed to the one and a half because the one and a half you get cooked. So we're trying, man. Trying you see to see this uh, Russ Joy tweet? Just now the one that I responded to? Yeah, I think I think you responded to it. The number of current and former sports radio people who publicly deride crossing broad in public but grovel behind the scenes for positive coverage is truly one of my favorite things in the Philadelphia media. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So w- what is like who derides them? Well, I think people still call them like some sort of internet rag. I don't think people take Kincaid seriously, although he does a really good job as much. We could say it in the break now as much shit as we give him. He's he's oh, he's awesome as much of a journalist, if not more. Yeah, than he does his research people exactly. And and look, I mean, he's he's worked in news, he's worked in TV, yeah, like that. Um, that's what I mean. So, I I feel like there are people that still look down at Crossing Broad and and think of it as like a lesser. Mm. Even though the irony is that everything is moved towards the digital platform. Yep. Mm. So once what was looked as a negative, like, ah, that's in some internet rag. Well, right. now the paper that you used to get is an right. internet rag. Yeah. <laughs> so you said, that? I happen to love you guys. I just don't trust that Kincaid character. Yeah. So I'm going to respond. Big fan here. And I trust Kevin Kincaid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you look at, you look at Kev, man. He, he, Kevin's he's a shady looking dude, man. So next time we have more, I'm gonna tell him, man. He's, yeah. you're, you're shady looking, man, because you you can tell you behind that that screen, you know. And I know the man behind the screen now, so it makes things a lot different too. But I can see you behind that screen typing up that story. Yeah, thinking to yourself, I'm not breaking anything. I'm just telling the truth. That's what he's telling himself all the time. I'm just telling the truth. You know, you don't like it, then don't do it. But I'm telling the truth. <laughs> Kev's a good dude, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. That is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. Now, Harry, I see you respond. Now, somebody responded to that. They did. 
I don't even see that in my mentions. Your response? Am I tagged on that? You know, I've I've been pulling up Twitter and and the same tweet that has been you know on Twitter for the last five hours is still at the top of my page. Wow. Here's what I'd say: if you don't take this place seriously, then you're never going to be upset about stuff that happens, right? You mean Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I try not to. I try I not to take it seriously. To your tweet, by the way, and call okay. you out as being a liar. At Harry Mays TU, for those who are interested. Well, it's on your screen, too. Right. I guess for the people that are listening. You know, Jake exactly. Asman got another job. What? Yeah, so is Asman off the Asman show now? Do we know that, Ron Culver? Tomorrow's his last day. Whoa! No! Is he in the building right now? No, he's gone. Un he's gone? Unbelievable. Where's he going? Maybe I can do the 9 to 11 and then this. <laughs> right, we're back in three. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. I don't know what happened there. Froze up. Where's Asman going? He's starting a new show. Here's the thing. I don't think we'll be able to talk to Ron right now. Why can't I ever get... He sends these texts that, that don't go through all the time. Um... 
I didn't realize that he was leaving the network, though. Looks like he's doing so. Gab Media owns a the network, right? And then they also own a local station in Houston. Okay. So he's going to the local station? Yeah. Now, wow. Asman is... We owe Asman a shout here because on his way out, he paid it forward to us. Now, this is assuming we want this person on, and I've already assumed so. So if not, we can go ahead and say, let's not do it. But he hooked us up with Jeremy Piven. Oh, really? Yeah, who's going to be doing stand-up, it looks like, this weekend here in Philly. And I've been told that we can ask about PCU, which is what I really want to talk to him about. This guy's been asked about Entourage forever. Right? Piven is, like, you take, uh, that's what I'm curious about, right? Take Entourage out. What's Piven, what, what does he look at, at the best thing he's done, the most accomplished thing he's done on screen? Hmm. Let me see. I mean, he's he's also really funny just in general. Like, he's a good storyteller. You know what he is? I'll tell you. He's a rich man's Mertitas. What do you mean? Like, his cadence, <laughs> the way he can tell stories, The he sounds a lot like Jason, but just a little better. Now, Jason's been talking forever on the air. He can tell a story. That's why I say rich man's. I don't mean, like, maybe, you know, Mertitas is a poor man's Piven. But see, that's a negative connotation. Right. But they have like this similar cadence and inflection. Uh, we'll tell good stories, too. I mean, I'm looking through this IMDB here. Remember, in old school, wasn't he like the straight arrow guy? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, he was a pain in their in their rear end. Yeah, his character's name. Um, I didn't know he was in the Kingdom and Blackhawk Down. Yeah, no, I didn't know, I didn't know that either. either. Pritchard was his character's yeah. name in old school. Is that a French pin on your uniform? No, that's uh, Animal House. <laughs> I, <That know>. was... <laughs> I don't know why I get a stick of that guy. That was Niedermeyer, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I tell you. Go back and watch Judgment Night. That was a pretty damn good movie. He was in Kiss the Girls. I remember in Kiss the Girls. He was like a a good character in that, too. That Morgan Freeman? Who was in that? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should, too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Judgment Night. Yeah, Judgment Night. I tell you, one of the best soundtracks, innovative. 
they took a metal band and they took a rap group and they put them together and said, make a song. Oh man, like the judgment that's, that's like Encore. encore. The the soundtrack? Yeah. There was uh, like House of Pain and Helmet did a song. Right? Run DMC Living Color, Ice T and Slayer, Biohazard and Onyx. In partnership with Jacob. Come on, man. Yeah, nobody doing this. Cypress and Sonic Youth. I hate that type of metal though. Who? That metal stuff. Well, these guys aren't like metal. Slayer? What about Pearl Jam and Cypress Hill? That would be good. They did it. Yeah. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, second hour here. And trying to figure out what the hell's happening. We did send an invite out to Jake Asman, mainly because He's leaving the network, it looks like, but he's paid it forward to us. Mm -hmm. So I think we're in good shape here. Well, who's going to be taking his spot on the network? Well, Ron, do we have any idea what's going on? I mean, I was going to try to bring Asmin on here and see if he could announce the news himself. But and this is all under the same roof, right? So where he's going is the local version of Gal Media, correct? Correct. What Jake is doing is he's uh, he's heading over to 97.5, the Houston, our sister station, uh, which is just based here. Wait a second. And, and you have to clarify, because when people on our stream here, 97.5, yeah. they may think of a different That's station. 97.5 in Houston. Houston. Thank you. And he'll be performing or he'll be on air. It's called The Wheelhouse. Uh, it'll be the afternoon drive from 3 to 7 local time, central time, which would be 4 to 8 if you're picking it up on a stream. In your neck of the woods. Uh, he'll be on with uh, Cody Stutes. Love and Cody. Keep forgetting the other guy, Brad something. You don't know? Guy, Brad Kellner. Yeah, Kellner, thank you. Who's coming down from Austin. I don't do anything on the local side. Yeah, but I mean, isn't Kellner also in the building? The same no, building as you? he's coming down from Austin. Okay. He's down from down Austin. Wow, yeah. okay. You make it sound like it's Minnesota. Isn't it? He's coming all the way down from Austin, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> So what's going on now? Jake is leaving this hole in Jake the network. Leaving, uh, yeah, and there will be a new show host from eight to ten. Do we know? We do, but we're making the announcement tomorrow. Okay, so we don't say it now. So it's not going to be no, me. So it's not Aton. But if you uh, if you're uh, up for it, stay tuned and listen to the final Jake Asman show tomorrow, where that announcement. Will I'm not going to listen to the Jake Asman show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're back in three on the network. We have to figure out who that person is now. I have to text Ron, see if we can at least off the record now. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Brad Kel. I mean, put some respect on Keldner's name, will you, Culver? Jeez. All right. John Kincaid chimed in. On. Kincaid's uh John on Kevin Kincaid saying what imagine that people who talk and critique for a living don't like being talked about or critiqued shocking <laughs> <laughs> Kev just said that no Kevin can uh John Kincaid oh okay. said that in response to what though right I think the Russ Joy tweet initially yeah but who if they're are they talking about I'm confused. Who are they talking about? Missinelli? I think so. 
All right. Yeah. So John just stirring the pot with his yeah. own co-worker, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not dealing with your crap today, Mike. <laughs> that was an all-timer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, nice. That nice. was like being triggered before there was triggered. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Let me say this, by the way. The person who is taking over for Jake is a good person. And we should have that person on once they are officially in. So you know who it is. I know who it is. You don't know who they are. Like, I don't think either of you know who they are. Oh, okay. You know I don't. No, they, they've. this person has been with and associated with the network. So that's all I know. also pretty good. You know, so is this a lateral move or or, or um, an upward move for for Jake? I'd say it's upward. So that means he can he can stop eating fast food. No, he'll never stop. <laughs> He's the Chipotle guy. Yeah, he's still gonna be that Chipotle guy. Yeah, I was I was thinking maybe he could go to an upper echelon, Papados or something. Oh, is Papados like bougie burritos? Though they know they have a Mexican, um, they have a uh, Mexican. It started out as a Mexican franchise, mm. and then it went to seafood. I always start with the nachos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I always start with the bread and butter. <laughs> Dude, I, that's what I think of anytime I see that guy or hear his voice. That's great. It's we, nachos. We've done our job. <laughs> I always start with a glass of water. <laughs> it's like, would you like bread and water? Yeah, this is how I know I'm at a restaurant I can trust. So, you know, what What exactly is going on? I mean, Houston, What? what's the – how many games are they talking about winning this year? I mean, is it worse than the Eagles as far oh, as, yeah. you know, win total? Yes. So they have no faith in the coach? No. <laughs> right? I mean, isn't that it? Wow. You're right, man. Because they really didn't give him anything to work with either. No. No. A um, couple of things here. Whoops. Your network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so it looks like we're going to have Jeremy Piven on this week. Also got really good rave reviews from our old pal, Eric Neiman, who is the person who has connected us with a couple of people, including uh, what we did with Jack Market earlier and now Phil Steele. So Phil's going to be back with us. Oh, good. Yeah, we got that confirmation at some point before the season begins as well. So we're in pretty good shape. Now, look at this. It's almost like this man understands and knows the breaks of SportsMap <laughs> Radio, where he will no longer be through the week, and you will have to wait until Saturday now on SportsMap Radio to hear the pipes of one Jake Asman. If you are in Houston or care about Houston sports outside of the city of Houston, you can stream this man on a new program. And look, of all things, you were paying it for. This is who you are as an individual, Jake. You on your way out, knowing that you're on your way out, knowing that you're done with the Jake Asman show tomorrow, offered up a guest that is not only special to so many people who have watched Entourage, but you as a huge fan of the show. 
So that is something like that is a sacrifice that I wanted the stream and the sports map radio audience, including Ron Culver to hear about who Jake Asman is. <laughs> well, thank you, Aton. I appreciate it. You didn't tell me though. Did you schedule a time with Jay Piven? It's all set. Uh, we're doing that in the process right now. I'm, I'm going back and forth with the great woman there who you contacted me with. Awesome. Well, he's got that new movie that came out that's like based in uh, Philly, right? So you guys can talk to him about that too. Now, what? We'll, okay. Yes. Yes, we will. We'll research that and we'll do that. <laughs> I never watched Entourage. It's a, it's a damn I mean, shame, Harry. It's not too late. It's don't, okay. tell, don't tell Piven that. No, just but don't I'm, ask I'm, about the show. I'm just, I'm just saying, is am I, is that like a Sopranos type of thing that if you haven't watched it, you're like a loser? Yeah. You know, it's breaking a great Dan, show. All yeah, that stuff. You can still watch it. I mean, people still people are still rewatch the Sopranos. That hasn't been on the air since 07. Entourage right. ended in 2011, so you could you could always go back. What's great about Entourage is that after you're done with the show, if you've never seen it. You also get a movie. Like, how often do you get a show? Then you also get a movie afterwards. Usually, the show's over. That's it. Like, well, you don't get a movie. Yeah, Deadwood did that too. Well, it wasn't very good. <laughs> all I'm gonna say is this, man. I remember uh, Piven in, in in Rush Hour Two with the you know buttercream, buttercream. Uh, uh, <laughs> put some what's say? Put some animal on you. Animal skin. What something? <laughs> animal fat? What is it? No, he was on. He was on a uh, Rush Hour. No, I know. Did, and when he was he was, he was playing uh, the guy that was trying to, you know, want to put a dead animal on you, you know, buttercream, but you know, <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. He's old school too. He's he's uh, yeah. yeah we we'll talked about that, right? Keeping Pritchard. up with the Steins. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. got he's got some other movies as well. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't seen PCU. Like that movie, uh, him and and John Favreau put that movie together, and it's way ahead of its time. And I think it was meant to be making fun of kind of what's happening now like it's on the opposite side of it so long ago but it was basically a college a university pc you mm -hmm. political correctness university right. where every single person on the campus had to protest about something each group had to protest and protest and protest and finally this house this house of degenerates led by jeremy piven and john favreau and this other guy whose entire senior thesis was to watch like a thousand hours of television straight, right? Like this degenerate house. And they launched this huge party where it was like, we're not going to protest anymore where everybody could come in and have a safe space of not having to worry about protesting. <laughs> and it's hilarious. And I think it's some of his best work personally. And I can't believe you haven't seen that movie because that was I in the early nineties. Yes. Yeah. Way ahead of its time. I'll give it a whirl. I promise. <laughs> Why wouldn't you care? You're off the air tomorrow. You don't have to answer to us anymore. I, I'm happy to come on anytime. I mean, look, I, I you know, the show doesn't start till you know four Eastern. So what the heck am I going to do before then? Well, you know, like I said, we you know we we're asking, you know, if this was an upward movement or is this a lateral move? And the first thing the stream said, they got it right with you, man. They said, look, if it was a lateral move, it would be like you know Chipotle going to you know was it was it Codobo? Qdoba. Qdoba. Yeah. I've never eaten there before. So, <laughs> so is, is that a lateral move for you? Or what, what's up, man? Tell me what's going on. No, I would say this is a this is a step up just because it's uh you know it's, it's local radio, obviously. Houston's the the fourth biggest city. You know, I, I do love doing the sports map show because it gives you the freedom to talk about, you know, basically whatever's going on, you know, nationally. So this will be you know way more Houston sports, you know, Texans, Astros, Rockets, but you know, 
people in this town, a lot of transplants, right? And a lot of people that just love football. So you could always do college football. You could always do NFL talk. So it'll be a little different. But the guy I'm doing the show with is uh, one of the hosts is named Cody Stutes. And he used to be on our network on SB Nation Radio and Sports Map Radio. So you know, to get a chance to work with him again and Andrew Carlson, who is a producer on the network. He's coming over to the local side. So we got a good team here in Houston. It's going to be fun. Yeah, Cody Stutes does not follow me on Twitter, by the way. you got to do something about that. Do you that, follow him? Yes. Oh. Yes. He's a bad guy. You know, I I just said nice things about him, but I take it all back. (laughs) Hold on. I'm going to correct that right now with a little DM here. This is – But you won't be able to talk about the Yankees anymore. I also will save that for Saturday, I guess. Uh (laughs) Saturday will be uh, three hours of just uh, pent-up frustration with all my teams and just unloading. So what's going on with your 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 Jets, man? I mean, what, what's what's the word? I haven't heard anything coming out of there. Oh, you didn't hear Zach Wilson had our shaky practice at MetLife on Saturday, and people are ready to jump off a cliff. <laughs> Is that what happened? I I think he threw two picks, and you know, it was like eleven of like twenty four. I mean, Barry, you're the perfect person to ask. You know, like you can't overreact to like a training camp practice in in August when you're talking about a rookie quarterback. But people right. do, and that's uh, you know, that's that's everyone looking for you know instant you know uh gratification with whatever and that includes sports well you know it's like here here with hurts you know hurts played in six games last year so you know he should be ready to rock and roll you know he started four but you know those those other games that he played in he should have all the experience he can have you know he should be you know preaching that reads there well it's gonna take a little bit for him to you know get adjusted to being a starter getting the ball out you know those are all things you get with experience man but at this point, you know, Wilson, he has a lot, a lot, I mean, a whole lot to learn. He's got to learn how to stay in the pocket. He's got to learn to not run. You know, same thing Hurst has to learn also. So, you know, it's not time to jump off the bridge yet. You know, you got a little time, man. You got a little time. Well, Elijah Jake, Moore looks good, apparently. The uh, the kid they took. Wide receiver from second round. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, high on him. He's a player. He's a player. I'm probably going to overdraft him in fantasy football, but, I mean, he, they, apparently he's getting, like, <laughs> Every rep with the ones, like he's open draft, on every play. You're going to put rookie wide receivers on your fantasy football team? I mean, I, I definitely could do better than, you know, Aton's, uh Le'Veon Bell, Saquon Barkley experience on his team in our league last year. That was crazy, that was, uh, wasn't it? That's why I don't play season long, man. Right. I'll, I'll play best, <laughs> like best ball is the only season long I'll play because at that point, it, you know, you at least have a bunch of other guys and you could have some dude out of nowhere pop up and be the starter. So, yeah, I'm it's done with that. You're the kiss of death, man. You pick both of those guys, and <laughs> they both end up you know, having a horrible season, not even playing in the season. Getting hurt, yeah. Right. Well, Jake, what's your take on Deshaun Watson? Where do you think he starts the season? Does he stay in Houston? I, I mean, I think he stays in Houston. I'm curious, though. So I don't think he gets traded. And I knew right away when that report came out, all oh, the Eagles and the Texans are taught. It's it, I, I checked in with some people. It, they're not close to trading him because they, they're not going to get ripped off here. And I, don't, I just don't think the Eagles are giving three ones right now when they don't know if he's going to be ready for week one, if a suspension's coming. There's still an open investigation here uh, with the Houston Police Department that could eventually lead to criminal charges. So I don't think anyone's trading for him right now. I know we're all looking for like some sort of like resolution to the Watson stuff, but I really think this plays out where he doesn't play at all in 2021, where maybe he's like on the team, he's a healthy scratch. I'm curious what they could do with his roster spot. Like, do they have to make him a healthy and active? Can they put him on IR and claim there's an injury? So right. he doesn't they, count. 
put him on IR, a soft tissue injury, you know, a hamstring. Yeah, like he's dealing with a calf injury right now or an ankle, but he was actually back out there earlier, like going through drills. And then when they started doing team periods, he just watched from the side. But I I don't think he plays for them ever again. And I'd be really surprised if he plays for any team in 2021. I feel like this is a situation that doesn't get resolved until next offseason. And if you're the Texans, why rush to trade him now, right? I mean, like if you make a deal for Watson now – you don't necessarily know where those draft picks are going to be. If you wait till the end of the year, one, you probably have more teams that'd be interested in Deshaun Watson. Two, the legal stuff is more likely to be cleared up by then. And three, at least you'd have like certainty on where the draft picks would be that you'd be acquiring if you're trading for picks in 2022. <laughs> Penguin mm-hmm. AZ, come on, man. Yeah, you might be right about that. Yeah, I think so. Not. I are for but uh, the stream wants to know, yeah. Jake, how close is the – chipotle to your new station equal distance it's uh so espn houston is owned by down media and they right, own right. sports map so i i, I my uh, my commute to work is like seven steps to the left than what it was oh previously. okay so it's in the same oh, building yeah we just <laughs> that with the whole with the jake's third host that ron didn't know that's why i was telling him that he's in the building but he's coming down from kellner yeah. yes kellner now what do you know about brad kellner um, he's a young guy. He was doing afternoon. You're a young guy. You're 20. What are you yeah. talking about? He's a young guy. How can you refer to anybody that's young? You're young. You, you just gave me two extra years, Aton. Thank you, man. You yeah. know, calling me 20. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, Brad, Brad's a good dude, man. He's, he's, he's super nice. He's an Aton. He's a fellow member of the tribe as well. So, you know, we're probably the only two Jews in Houston, which is great. Um, so we got, we got that going for us. Wow. But, uh, he so he was doing radio in Austin. He was doing afternoons there. So he's leaving that to come down here. I, I believe he's got some family like in the Houston area. So he's pretty familiar with the city. I, I think he was born and you know went to high school in like the Dallas area. Right. But he's been in Austin for you know he went to school at UT. So he's a you know a Longhorn alum and he was doing radio there for four or five years already on air. So uh, he's he's a really good radio host, man. I'm excited to work with him. Nice. Okay. Look. And wow. All right. So leave us with this. We're going to have to break. You, you can hang as long as you want. That's fine here. But we're going to have to break real quick across the board. So I'm curious are you like, is this four for four Houston radio here where you have to add the Houston Dynamo or you know, <laughs> is it five for five radio where you have the Houston Dynamo? And- well, there's no hockey team. Well, that's why I'm adding the fourth would be the Houston Dynamo, which is the MLS. Oh, right? okay. And then the fifth would be the college, the University Houston Cougars. Yes, correct. So what what's going on here? Yeah, uh, there probably will not be any soccer talk. I know nothing about that. Um, you know, UH, I mean, if they're good, you know, they went to the Final Four in men's hoops. We talked about the men. Uh, University of Houston football. We'll see what Dana Holgerson does now. He's going How about to rice football. Here. Any rice commentary? Man, no, uh, rice might have to take a back seat for a little bit here. We, they they got to win more than two games to get discussed on a uh, local radio in town. But, you know, there'll be some college football talk for sure. You got a lot of, you know, UT, a- yeah. we air AM on the station. So there'll be some Aggie football talk. They're going to be good this year in the SEC. So, There'll be uh, there'll, there'll be some football talk. It just probably won't be about you know rice football. That I can yeah. promise you. We got to pour one out for Bobby Bowden, man. All, All right, right yeah. passed yeah. away over the weekend at ninety-one. All right, we're going to take a, a quick one here. Asman is in the house. New show and all. We're back in three across the board on the Jacob Media YouTube page and Sports Map Radio. I get scared sometimes of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say, 
It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. Wow, Jake just gone. Look at that. Wow. Surprising. Did he get zipped? Wait, now what was that that you asked? I mean, did somebody pull the plug on him? Yeah, I think on so. On our show? I think so. Yeah, but Cody Stutes, by the way, following. Good. I just, I just sent him a message wishing him good luck with the new show. Good. No, well, we should have him on. He's, he's a really good dude. Didn't we have him on once? I'm sure we've had him on to talk about Houston stuff. Um, and he's, yeah, he's done a show with Jake before on the network, the afternoon show that they did. So he's class, total class. No, these are, these are good guys. Look, I, I'm sure Brad's going to fit right in. So this should be a fun show. 
will try and get and Andrew Carlson is their producer and I, I've worked with him. I know him. Here. Yeah, he's he's solid here. So what we'll do is we'll reach out to Andrew maybe once or twice a week and see if there's anything re- like super ridiculous that Asman said. Right. We can run back because I, I don't want the you know the stream is so endearing to Jake. He's become such a close friend of the show here. It's like a mascot. <laughs> Like, but you know, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, like the stream kind of treats him like a mascot of the show. Okay, they call him the Chipotle guy. Right, I love it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And they right. request his presence. Like, get, right, get right. the Chipotle guy on. He knows something about Houston. Get the Chipotle guy. Yes, on. it's amazing. It really is. All right, so we should play the audio though of uh, Fletcher Cox. I sent that to you today, didn't I, Aton? Uh, let's see here. Is it on email? I sent it to Ron as well. They did a uh, you know a streamed press conference after the open practice on Saturday night. All right, and so there's a beef between one of the lead beat writers and Fletcher Cox. So, Ron, do you have this audio? Say that again. Do you have this Fletcher Cox audio by any chance? No, I don't. Okay. So I emailed it to both of you. No, that's fine. Let me pull yeah. it up. I just didn't know if I could play it. I like the video. That's all. Yeah. It's Jeff McLean who covers the team for Philly.com, the Inquirer. Uh, Fletcher Cox doesn't even recognize him. He doesn't even acknowledge him. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Jeff McLean. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure if you heard me or not, Fletch. Uh, just asking uh, about the uh, what you've uh, done lining up in other spots uh, in GJ's, uh, JG's uh, defense, and if that's something you think is going to be the case once the season starts. Can you hear me? Am I missing something here? Dot, dot, dot. Are there any more questions for Fletch? Am I not getting heard? Is it something wrong here? We'll go to, to McManus next. All right, cool. <laughs> Here's here's where the Eagles come off looking ridiculously stupid and petty is you you have to give it back to Jeff and say, no, he's ignoring you. Right, right. Like you can't look if if they're going to go that route and defend their player, which is fine. You do whatever the hell you want. I'm, I'm not in charge of Eagles PR, but I think Eagles PR looks the worst here by a mile. And it's not even close. Like you, you can't have going through this whole thing via Zoom and mm-hmm. all the technology that we're using and implementing and have people be like, uh, can you hear me? Is, is there a problem? Like anything, that's your job is to make sure that there are no technical issues. So at the very least, you have to respond and say, no, we can hear you fine. You don't have to owe them anything more than that. Just, right. No, you can hear them. We can hear you fine. But right. that person comes off looking like a, a much worse to me than McLean and Cox combined. That's just my personal opinion. So Fletch didn't just he just chose not to answer him. Yeah, he just right. he just sat there and Correct. stared into the abyss and just didn't want to answer it. Did he answer anybody else's stuff? Oh yeah, he oh, answered yeah, everybody yeah. else's stuff. Yeah. So what's the beef between what is the, what he wrote something about Fletch? <laughs> he, just, he, like? he doesn't like something he wrote, I guess. Well, that's the thing is he wrote now again, this was on Twitter, there was a little back and forth and I was involved not specifically but i was tagged on this here where mclean even put a screen cap of what marcus hayes wrote before him 
about the Eagles' skepticism over Nick Sirianni was inevitable as it was for Ray Rhodes, Andy Reid, and Doug Peterson, Marcus Hayes. So because McLean had a piece that followed that, that referenced the pronoun we, people, including Fletcher apparently, are attributing it all to Jeff McLean. Mm. That's well, it. Well, McLean also wrote, uh, there was a feeling among some coaches that Cox wasn't maximizing his ability over that span of his career or taking the necessary preventative steps in terms of his health, team sources said. I remember that. That was just a couple of months ago. Yes. So right. talking about him being in shape and yeah. you know but but who's saying that, right? Like how many times has somebody yelled at a reporter in Pittsburgh or Detroit or anywhere you've played, Barrett, and it's been the initial reaction of, man, that's nonsense. That's BS. I play and I'm in this locker room. And then maybe a day or a week or six weeks later, you find out, you know what? Because maybe you lose three or four games in a row. And you find out, you know what? Somebody was chirping. And, you, and again, it doesn't mean that what was said about Fletcher Cox to Jeff McClain was even accurate. But we can't ignore that there are people once again inside this damn building who love to talk. Or were inside the building. Maybe they're no longer there. It's fair. Right. You know, right. Right. Well, you know. Well, hold on a second. Real quick, Barrett. If they're no longer there, then they can't really be a team source, can they? Yeah. Well, they could be a, a former, former team source. Which yeah. I think you would have to explicitly put out. That's all. Okay. I mean. uh, yeah. Okay. But I mean, that wasn't too long ago. I mean, they just had the changing of the guard back in what, January, February, right? Yeah. So. Well, Seth has always said that. Seth has said that for the past three years since Aaron Donald became the dominant force he was mm-hmm. and he's always compared the two in the conversation um in fact he probably was one of the first ones to even make that comparison to start that that whole uh you know comparison up was the fact that you know look at Aaron Donald's body look at Fletcher when i just think they're just two different type of players you know what i'm saying but if you want to talk about being great at your position Seth has always said that Aaron Donald is greater simply because not just the numbers, but how he handles himself, how he how he prepares himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I when I look at Fletch, I, I I see what he's going through. I see this double teams. I see these triple teams. You know that he has a fight through. They move um, Aaron Donald around a lot. Mm-hmm. You know they put him in different positions, so he's really hard to try to find a bead, put a bead on him where he is to block him that way. Fletch is always going to be next to Brandon Graham in that three technique, which they're changing now. You know, they're changing the defense now. You know, they ran a lot of bare front. They start off with bare front. The first um, the first snap of of, um, of the scrimmage, they started out in a bare front. A bare front is when you have the center and both guards being covered by defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. One of the defensive ends will kick down, and they'll probably bring in a guy like Jannard Avery, who's a linebacker slash defensive end, or Carrigan, on the line of scrimmage. So you essentially got five defensive linemen down. They use that a lot to stop the run. But if you do pass, you got guys athletic enough like an Avery, mm-hmm. you know, that can go out there and cover if he did have to cover. All right, we are back in three. Did we break last time? Oh, yeah, we broke with Jake, so we're still here. Forgot about that one. So, I mean, essentially, you know, I he lined up at – Defensive end, the second snap. Right. You know what I mean? 
you know, so that's that's a, that's a, that's a far cry from what they did before. Schwartz just had him where he was going to be at, and they could, you know, offenses could optimize the potential of blocking with more people because they knew exactly where he was going to be. Well, if he's moving around everywhere, it's going to be hard to game plan how to block him and stop him in most circumstances. Right. So. Hmm. What is going on here? Well, Quez Watkins start I'm telling you, man, it's happening already. Mm-hmm. Well, we also don't know how bad it is with Devontae Smith. What happened? Uh Oh, Pennsylvania deer testing positive for COVID-19. What? Antibodies. Oh, yeah. for antibodies. It found more than a third of the sample size of deer had been exposed to the virus. Hmm. How? Well, I mean, it's 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 out there, right? So, yeah, but I'm trying to figure out how they. Well, think about how, it. One deer in a herd, right? Gets it. There's that's no. What that's what I'm trying to say. How do they? Because like now they saying, um, you know, not necessarily here in Jersey, but like in Pennsylvania, when you pump your own gas, they said the virus is getting transferred a lot from people pumping their gas because you don't usually wash your hands before you touch a gas pump. Well, that's that's what it was. You get back in a car and you touch, you know, your steering wheel. And right. You know, I mean, that's not changed, though. That's that's what happened initially. It's just that's like human transmission is easy to understand. Right. Because we're all bouncing, bumping into each other. But look, I'll tell you, man, I don't know. Maybe this is coincidental or not. I had to, like, run and, and nearly chase a deer off my front yard yesterday. What I'm telling you, like this damn thing is just sitting there eating away. It wasn't no young youngins or anything to protect or anything like that. Just sitting there chomping away at my grass. And I'm like, yo, get out of here. Get out of here. And I started getting closer and closer. And I'm thinking to myself, is this going to be like one of these when animals attack? Yeah, he's going to bite you. Seriously. Yeah. I I backed down for a second. I was like, I'm going to back away here for, you know, I back away back. Was Was it a male or a female? Like, did it have um, antlers? Oh, no antlers. Okay. No antlers. So female, right? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, they have no fear. Zero fear. That's I, like squirrels, too. You, I, I don't think, Barry, I don't think you've been to my house, but I know Harry has, where I have this driveway, and then I have, like, this little inset for a third car. Right. Where you can park kind of on the right of it. I'm sitting there the other day about to pull out, and I look this up. Is the middle. What the hell? Deer just walks right by my window. Like it's nothing. No fear. Alright. We have... Yeah, Harry's right. We don't have much tonight. No, there's not much at all. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a Longmire night for me. Multiple episodes of Longmire. I don't hate Longmire, it. what's that? It's the show I'm watching right now. It, it was on for six seasons between like 2011 and 2017. And now I hear that their seventh season is, is in the works, even though it's like six years after, five years after they stopped filming. They're coming out with a seventh season. So I'm on season one. I'm almost done with season one. Nice. And you he's like, a, yeah, he's like a <laughs> sheriff out in like rural Wyoming. It's pretty good. You now, how about my guy, Ray Diamond? Or Lou Diamond, pardon me. 
I'm thinking of Ray Donovan. He's good in it. Is yeah, but who is he? Like, give us give us a little skinny on the character. Well, I'm a big Lou Diamond. Yeah, buddy. he's really good in this. And like, there's an Indian reservation right next to the town, and there's a lot of like interaction. A lot of it's not positive between the town and the and the reservation. And Lou Diamond is a Native American that lives in the town and runs like a bar restaurant type of thing. And he like he's the inside man for the sheriff. Okay, with so- the reservation. Got it. Got it. He's a good character. Yeah, he's a strong actor. Yeah. Very underrated yeah. actor. I'm trying to think, like, what was the TV? What was the, uh, it was NYPD Blue, right? No. It wasn't in that, was he? No, I'm not, I'm not sure. What was the cop show? I think he did Law and Order for a little bit, right? Didn't everybody? Well, no, that's Benjamin Bratt. I don't want people to be confused, you know? Most famous has got to be Chavez, right? From Young Guns. Yeah, Chavez. <laughs> Chavez. Man, that dude was nasty. And he, he, you had a guy bringing a knife to a gunfight. You better not mess with that dude. Right, right, like, right. Like he's either incredibly stupid or he's gonna kill everybody. I just remember the peyote episode, man. Yeah, <laughs> look at the chickens. Look at these chickens. That's right. Famous, <laughs> you man. No, he was in that one episode. Okay, I thought he was in more. He was in the one of SVU. He's great. The first power, if you've ever seen that movie. Woo. The first power. First power, yeah. He's a cop trying to track down a Satanist. He's also in that great movie, too. Isn't he in that movie with Val Kilmer? Which one? Um. Also, hold on a second. Now you got me thinking about Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, his character in Longmire's got a great name, Henry Standing Bear. Is that right? Yeah, that's his character's name. Nice. Yeah, he's <laughs> got a large range of ethnicities that he mm-hmm. can represent. Right? He's like Vin Diesel. Who's that? Lou Diamond. Oh, okay. You ever hear that old story about Vin Diesel, where yeah. he? He couldn't get roles early on because nobody knew how to in our society. We have to classify you. Right. You have to be right. You have to be whoever. Right. And nobody. Are you Italian? Are you black? Are you, you know, like nobody. Are you Middle Eastern? Nobody knew who he was. So he created this kind of like short about just being like this person that nobody could figure out. And it got him looks. And I think that, mm. that initially got him some looks and then it turned him in. But he was That's how the rock was too. the rock. Yeah. No, nobody really wanted to, to, to cast him as who he is. We still, I don't know what he is. Is he Polynesian? I mean, what is he? <laughs> I think part, I think Polynesian? He's part Polynesian. Yeah. But you know, and he can play the, he can play the Hispanic role also, right. you know? So that's me. This is, it's, this new movie he was in, man, I, I actually ordered it on Disney. Where Wait, he's a, who? Vin Diesel? No, uh, no, The Rock. Oh, jeez, come on. He's I'll, a he's a he's a tugboat, or, not the Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Cruise. You yeah, ordered I, that? I ordered oh. thirty bucks. Unbelievable. By the way, wow. the movie I was thinking of was Thunderheart. Strong. That's a good ass. one. That's a good movie. I did. Very that's strong. the Val Kilmer movie. With yes. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that you, was. That had a Native American thing too. That was a, they were on the reservation. Yeah, yeah. Correct. yeah. What are you doing, Jungle Cruise? Like, what's yeah, wrong okay. with you, man? I don't know. Bro, what I, I, had, I, I look. I had grandsons and nieces at my house. You're gonna oh. order that type of stuff. Oh man. I yeah. Here's, here's the thing. What's gonna happen if my son 
starts yelling that he wants to watch bubble guppies. And instead, I put on this, the Eagles winning the Super Bowl in 2017. QVC. Or Q- bro, yeah, that's, QVC. That's, not, that's not happening, bro. But why? Why wouldn't it happen? Because right? you're going to get – sometimes you're going to just say, no, Moss, I, I'm just not going to fight. I'm going to pick my battles. Let me turn this on so this kid can be quiet. See, when I was a kid, there was no battle. No, no question. There Me was too. no battle, and there shouldn't Me be a too. battle now. You know, Bro, you know what it was though. Grandkids is different, this. man. Grandkids is different. Yeah, but you oh, can um, appreciate, both of you can appreciate this. There wasn't a battle because we always had our own time. Saturday mornings, we had three to four hours and as many bowls of sugar-laid cereal as we could ingest to watch anything from G.I. Joe to Transformers to all the crap that Harry watched before that. We had everything, and that's what our parents knew, which is, yeah, we'd throw a fit maybe on, like, Monday evening, but we would have that time. We would have that Bro, Saturday morning time. I I never wanted that time. If I couldn't be outside, that'd be the worst thing you could do to me was make me stay in the house. If you made me stay in the house, I would go crazy. I didn't want to sit down and watch anything. I was outside playing something. You know what I watched something. instead of cartoons on Saturday mornings? What's that? The NFL film stuff. Oh, yeah. This week in the NFL, and there was followed by another show. It was like an hour, a power hour of what went down. Yeah, that's because there was no highlight shows. It was inside the uh, the NFL, wasn't it? No, that's that was an HBO. That's something different. I'm talking it was Rondo Saturdays. Like, I don't know when that ran. I never watched that show. Oh, that was are you kidding me with Len Dawson? Yeah, because we didn't have HBO. Oh, for a while. So. And it was music ever. It was Harry Callis of all. Well, Facenda was first. John Facenda was the first guy for Inside the NFL. For all the highlights, yes. Well, I think Inside the NFL though had Callis for, didn't it? Well, after Facenda died, yeah, Harry Callis did it. Oh, okay. Because maybe when did Facenda die? Because as a kid, all I remember Uh, is probably 80s, early 80s. That makes sense then. 84? Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember just racing to the television to see highlights. Like it could be Seahawks, Bears. Yeah, it didn't matter. It would be like, and you would have the the music in the back. And then Harry Callis, what a day it was for Steve Largent. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it was the greatest. It was amazing. (laughs) <laughs> Something absolutely amazing. <laughs> oh, so that's when you know. That's, that's I was always outside, and if I did watch, it'd be something like that, man. I didn't watch any. I watched uh, sometimes. I would watch cartoons. Like my brothers would probably watch more cartoons than I did. More mm-hmm. so than me. I wanted to be outside doing something, playing basketball, uh, just running. I mean, I, anything you could. Bro, my boy had my boy had a, um, a BB gun. Just just got the BB gun. And in the back of our house, you know, through these woods, um, when my pops was my pops was in the service till I was like eight years old, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, I lived with him since I was eight years old. Then my parents got a divorce. We moved back to St. Louis, but we were actually up here in Jersey. We're in Jersey at uh, Fort Leonard Wood. We're Fort Dix. Fort Dix. Yeah, it was Fort Dix, and McGuire was right next to him. Fort right. Dix. McGuire like Air this. Force Base was yep. right there. Yeah. There was a. Uh, there was this steam plant that was in the back and it'd be this guy sitting in this chair. Cause he was in charge of steam plant at the time. So he'd be sleep sitting in this chair and my boy had a BB gun and me and him took turns shooting at this man. He couldn't see where we were shooting oh. at him, hit him with the BB gun. And one day he, you know, he said, I'm gonna fix them. 
and he called the police and told the police these kids keep on shooting with the BB gun. So the the police sat down and and and, and hid from us. And lo and behold, you know, we got bored one day, went out there and they caught us on this day shooting, pow, tearing him up, pow. And and the police took me to my house, man. It was mm. it was it was a bad day, bro. Bad day. Now what did really Mama bad. Brooks say? Oh, it wasn't Mama Brooks, it was Papa Brooks there. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh yeah. Pops, was there. Pops woof, woof. Who was man, the one man. that who was the one that you didn't want? Like, who was the one that you knew you were going to be in worse trouble with? Because you know, the dad and, and son, there's always the break out the belt or whatever factor yeah. it may be. That's what it was. But the mom. He, like she could get you with those eyes of disappointment. She, she, like she you did. let me down. Or look, sometimes like my mom would break out the rack. She's five one, so my yeah, mom could do right. much like physically. She'd have to, you know, hit me with a racket or something. Well, my mom was the one who got my dad to back off. There you go. Okay. <laughs> like she had to come in and basically save me. Bruh, it was yeah. it, it was pick your poison. Like like my mom, she would whoop longer. My pops, it'd be short, but it'd be. Awful painful. So, Very you know, effective. Yeah, you, you, you pick your poison, man. Which, which one do you want, man? But the worst thing that you could do was make me stay in the house. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Man. Don't make me stay in the house. I got, you know, because, you know, like I said, go through the woods. If I wanted to go, didn't want to shoot the guy with the BB gun, I go mm-hmm. down the street and I, and I, I, they had a lake down there. I go fishing in the lake. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah. it was, I always had something to do. Or I go, I'd go and we'd ride bikes to the neighbor na- neighborhood. You know, we'll go fight kids in the neighborhood next to us, man. I always wanted to be outside. I never wanted to be in the house. I got grounded once a month. <laughs> Honestly. That's about yeah. right. Yeah. One time I got grounded for the entire summer. Like what? that was, that was the, that was the threat. It was in June. Summer had just started. And my dad grounded me for the rest of the summer. And then about two, about a week and a half later, it, it sunk in that that's a long time to have right. him in the house. So he, 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 the, the grounding was over. Right. right it was man. basically, I'd rather have this guy out of the house. Right. Well, look, I was like, man, if, if, if they give, if they gave me, if they gave me a, a, a you know, a pick or an ultimatum, you know, it would, it would be, you know, I, I'm just, I can't take it, man. I, I just can't take staying in the house, man. You know. So they gave me the ultimatum. I'm going to whoop your tail. Or you just stop doing what you're doing, or I'd, I'd probably keep doing what I was doing. But if I, I'm going to whoop your tail, I mean, I would say if they said I'm going to keep you in the house, you're going to be on punishment for a long time. There was no way I was doing it after that. Don't tell me you're going to make me stay in the house. I had to be gone, man. Had to be gone. I'd be playing basketball every single day, rain, sleet, or snow. It didn't matter, bro. I had to be outside. It was the worst. Had to stay in the house. Now I'm yeah. still on the Lou Diamond Phillips uh, thing here. Yeah. Did you know he's in two movies that are named uh, Grateful Dead songs? Uh, I'm guessing <laughs> How did you come up with that? Saving Mad is not one of them. No, but I, I just noticed it here because I'm scrolling through his IMDb. Uh, he, he was 66? in Broke Down oh. Palace. Okay. And the Wharf Rat. Wharf Rat's a famous Jerry Garcia song. Now, what's Isn't that what wild? Is about well, broke down palace was actually good. Uh, that that took place uh, over in like Thailand, I want to say. Okay, and it was a couple of uh, girls were arrested for drugs over in a foreign land. It was it's a good oh, movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. Kate now, Beckinsale's about, in it too. The Wharf Rat is and Claire Danes. 
Worf Rat. I never saw Worf Rat. Wait, wasn't he the bad guy in Courage Under Fire? He was in that. I think he was the bad guy, wasn't he? It's been a long time. That's He's Filipino. Really or maybe it, was, maybe it was Matt Damon who was the bad guy. I know he was in that movie. I just didn't know which one it was. He's been in a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, Bro, all this time I thought he was he, I thought he was um he's Hispanic. A I thought he was Hispanic, but he's actually Filipino. Mm-hmm. The only reason I thought he was Hispanic because our first La time Bamba. I really saw it was La Bamba. La yeah. Bamba, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason why. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he is. Underrated Hall of Famer, man. This guy's been in a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. Key roles, two great roles. All right, we'll see what happens. I put that on on Twitter. No, he's not. All right, we're back in three on the network. Still live here. We'll take a break before overtime. It is the middle on Sports Map Radio and the Jacob Media YouTube page. I got to see, man. I got to see. Hmm. I don't know. Carlos do on the stream. Mom picked up anything within reach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been whipped with your own Hot Wheels track? <laughs> I remember those Hot Wheels yeah, tracks. Remember those things? Those, tracks, weren't, yeah. they, weren't they like orange? Yeah, the, some were orange and, and some were uh were black, and they were like full. You you, you fold. I mean, they, yeah. they like just like that. Oh yeah, they never lie. <laughs> Wait, I remember, you know, I started getting old, so I was about nine years old and I got in trouble. That's why I said, you, my mom, I don't play with my mom. I still don't play with my mom, man. Like she used to have, I'm telling you, my mom used to carry a gun back in the day, man. She used to call, where's my snake charmer at? That means, Barrett, go get your, go get mom's gun. Oh, she yeah. She made me go, she had like a 38 special. She called her a snake charmer. She wasn't playing with nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I got too big one time, then, you know. And um, I never said anything out of the way or anything like that. But um, she actually, I wrapped me up in a sheet so I couldn't move. Swaddle. And tore my butt up. Because, I mean, I'm, at the time, she, my mom was 5'7". But at the time, I'm like six foot then. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And I, oh, I'm, I'm going to fix you. Wherever you turn, you're getting lit up. <laughs> That's what happened, bro. My mom did not play, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I try to stay out as much trouble as I could. As much as I could. That's fine. That's my boy Adam. Adam, what's up, bro? Mm-hmm. My boy Adam. Um, his pops, man. Um, I do I had to do go through my my um stuff with it, my stuff through the NFL when I was in California. Well, I met his pops. His pops is a doctor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um you know, he was just talking about his son and everything. So me and his pops got cool. But then he, I started talking to him. Real cool dude, man. Real cool dude. He's in California. How about their their California Californians? But you know, four for four, Philadelphia. Is that right? Pops grew up in Philadelphia. He grew up in California, but he's still a four for four guy um, for Philadelphia. You know, Bill Schmid. Yeah, I know. Bill. Yeah, Bill's been on. Bill's he's been on. on he's on Sports Map. Yeah, Bill's. Huh? We had Bill on Milwaukee stuff. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Why? What's up? Uh, I just started following him on on Twitter. Oh yeah, Bill's a good dude. Bill's yeah. really good dude. 
Look at Tone. Tone said, I bet your mom didn't have a special whipping. No, no, my mom didn't. But I can remember, man, I was cutting up in school. That's going to be my story day. I'm cutting up in school. I'm doing whatever I wanted to do. So the teacher said, I'm calling your dad. He ain't calling my dad because I knew my dad was at work, so he wouldn't answer the phone. Why did my dad stay home from work that day? She called him, and I saw him. There was a, there was a um, belt store, like a leather store, like five miles up the road. Live from the O'Reilly oh. Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, final couple of minutes. We have overtime coming up at the top here. Anything else? That yeah, we I'm need? finishing my story, man. Oh, go ahead. Well, it was a five-mile walk. Get back, man. There are people that are thinking, like, what the hell is he talking about? That's why I was quiet. So he called my dad and said, oh, I just told your dad. I said, no, you didn't. So my pops walks past the school. So I'm thinking he come to the school, but he didn't come to the school because I can see him out the window, but he kept walking past. So I see him walking, coming back, like, maybe 30 minutes later. And I see him, and he's got a belt in his hand, a leather strap in his hand. And he's like, you know, slapping in his hand as he's walking by the school. Mm-hmm. As he's walking by the school. He can't he- wait to tear into you. <laughs> right. uh, uh, <laughs> he's like Adrian Peterson going out in the backyard and snapping <laughs> off a, a twig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I saw him with this strap walking back home, man. <laughs> yeah. You knew what you were getting when you got home. Knew it because I was cutting up, man. I right. knew I was gonna get it, man. I knew I was gonna get it, man. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta take your beating. Right, you right, know what right. I mean? <laughs> Head down, keep it moving. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Now yep. get some uh Chris Foley at C Foley 23. Random appearances on the wiggles are wild. Such a weird guy to have. What's the wiggles? Is that a, a kid show? With yeah, that's a kid show. Appeared? Okay. Weren't the Wiggles? Aren't they like a band? Like a, they a, they play music for kids. I think they used to like do tours and stuff. Like they'd go to like Wells Fargo Center. Is this like the Gauchos or like the Globetrotters? Well, the Globetrotters was basketball. This was like a music entertainment show. I think kids yeah. songs. Yeah. And hey, probably make a lot of on? money. Right. What time do they play on Thursday? Eight o'clock, I think. Yeah, we got a little bit left. All right, overtime next. Keep it here. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. 
catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. The game's at 7.30 on Thursday night. Is it? 7.30? Yeah, 7.30. And there was a question a while back on the stream, Barrett. Uh, somebody wanted to know. I think it was Kayvon Wallace. How that? How he's playing? Oh man, Kayvon is balling, man. In fact, he's 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 the penciled in as a starter until um McLeod comes back. McLeod right? come back, yeah. But he, I mean, he's 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 making a run for it. I didn't know he's as fast as he is. I mean, it seemed like he picked up another gear. He's playing fast. You could tell the year. That he had last year, the maturity level is starting to, you know, his his next step from 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 his first year to his second year is going to be a major major step in the right direction. I like Wallace, man. I like the way he's been playing, man. They're going to have him on playing a lot this year, not just in uh, safety. When McLeod comes back, I see him being that big nickel guy when they do put in big nickels. When they have three linebackers, I mean, uh, three safeties and one and two linebackers, mm-hmm. he'll be the guy that they put in at that um at that uh linebacker slash safety position in the box. He certainly has a lot of confidence. Oh, no question. No question. Yeah. Why why you say that? Well, he said uh, he was quoted as saying he's going to be a star. Oh, well, not starter, but star. No, star. Okay. Yeah. He's he's definitely doing it, man. And, you know, I, I like what he's doing out there. I also like what the rookie's doing. I mean, Fearson. You know, he, he, has, exactly. he, has, the, he has the NFL body. He's, he's playing um, – He's playing confident, mm-hmm. very, very confident. You know, he's trying to make plays. He's trying to knock the ball out. And I think defensively, the secondary, they've made it a point to do, to do the little extra things as far as creating turnovers. And that's what you have to do. You have to practice it first. Yeah. It's not like you can just go out there on game day and just turn it on. The Bears to, the Bears coach that. They've always done that. Yeah. So that's, and that's what's happening, too. Yeah. They're, 
they're creating turnovers. Remember Peanut uh, Tillman, how he would come up yeah. and take, try to take the punch ball from you? They'd yeah. like wrap you up and then he punched the ball. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And man, that was that was all coached. Well, he's definitely they, they're definitely taking that philosophy and they're running with it, you know. And, and it's going to make the officers guys better because now they're aware that you know that's going to be happening to them. So now they cover up. Now they make sure they secure the ball. You know, there's not a lot of times the ball's on the ground because, you know, the defense is teaching them, you know, that they need to go out there and hold on to the ball. And, you know, the same thing, they're still trying to create turnovers. So, I mean, it's, it, it works hand-in-hand hand with both the offense and the defense. Now, special teams, mm-hmm. yeah, to me, that's just to me, my observation, they're looking a little shaky. You know what I'm saying? They're looking a little shaky. Yeah. Um, you know, our place kicker, he, he better he better go out there and start you know pulling his weight. Put it like that, pulling his weight. Did you go, ahead. Like, go ahead. J Jaw is on the stream. Not Did you see the, this? Not the J Jaw. <laughs> no, J Jaw. Wow. <laughs> well, he's got the day off today. Yeah, they're exactly. not practicing. No, I, I thought he just every he just thought he had the day off in general. <laughs> Yeah, they don't have press day. They don't like Wallace's draft pick. Hope he proves me wrong. Yeah, well, you know what? Um, How can you not like Wallace as a draft pick? He played at Clemson. How can you not like any Clemson players? Especially on defense, holding their own. Like seriously, right? Yeah, I'd have to just. He played a lot last year too. A lot of teams, and you know, he played a lot when um, McLeod went down. So, wow, I don't know. Not JG Wentworth. Yeah, good. That's a good one. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Aton, what action you got tonight? Uh, what, are you, what are you cooking up? I'm looking right now. I'm holding on to I'm holding on to Sochi up one nil over another team in Russian soccer. Uh, I've got a two leg German soccer parlay here with a couple of favorites. So my two wow. tennis bets busted. They I'm, not did. Gonna, I'm not going to blame who I got that stuff from because they've been very, very good to me mm-hmm. tonight. Um, I, you know, let me look real quick because baseball, I've been on a nice little streak here with baseball from both betting and from a DFS standpoint. There's not really anything here. Cincinnati and the Indians, uh, the Reds and the Indians, pretty good game. So, yeah, I tell you what I would do. This is what I would do tonight. I would take the Brewers, who are laying two on the road, and I would correct. I would drop that if I could get it even better. No, I can only get it here, so I'd have to go to another book. So in real time here, I would drop the Brewers to minus one, and I would run that with the White Sox, either money line or minus one. Basically, I would take these two games, and I would run a combo and take Mm. Milwaukee either at minus one on the road or the money line, and then Chicago the opposite. So if you take Milwaukee on the money line, you take Chicago minus one. If you take Milwaukee minus one, you take Chicago on the money line. Okay. Those are the two I put together here. No summer league hoop action? Man, I I have no idea. The Sixers play today at 4 o'clock. How would you even go about betting that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you can. Um Saquon Barkley activated and back at practice. Yeah. We'll see how long. <laughs> I feel like he's going to get hurt again. Not that I'm rooting for it, but I just, I don't know. Don't trust it. Do not trust it. 
No, I'm torn with that guy because I like him. And, and I'm not a Penn State honk either. But Saquon's a – I'd, I'd love to have a guy like that on my team. No question. So talented, yeah. man. Yeah. He can do so much stuff, man. Breakaway speed. And run. a quality dude. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can run you over, can run past you, run in between the tackles, catch out the backfield, run screen plays, line them out in the slot. He does it all, bro. He's worth that fourth round pick hmm. when healthy. I mean, a fourth yeah. pick in the draft when healthy. Yeah, yeah. Fourth overall. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, on their way out, how about this here? How about Daryl Morey? I love this guy. Absolutely love this guy. He responds to a daily news column. And look, it's not that he's responding. I don't need that, right? Okay, that's great. But the Philadelphia Daily News comes out with Eastern Conference foes have helped themselves more this offseason than the Sixers have. So Moray responds, much work to do, but absolute nonsense on us not putting ourselves in a better position than most in the East. And he responds with a screen cap of the futures, of the futures market for the betting world of where the Sixers are below the Nets and the Bucks. Wow. <laughs> Was this on Twitter? Yes. Yes. I tell you, More is, is one of my favorite follows. And yes, he follows me back. So yes, I'm biased. Yeah, well, me too. <laughs> but he's he's amazing, man. To, to hit somebody out like that. Like it's one thing to be like, no, you have no idea what you're talking about, or create six burner accounts and have your wife run them to rip somebody in the media. But to come back with a screen cap of the futures markets, That's I, I awesome. can yeah, I can respect that. The action network, too. Yes, I yes. can respect that. All right. <laughs> We're out of here. We will see everybody tomorrow. Reminder, hit us up with a like. Make sure you are subscribed. We're live and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly. And we are sponsored by Pure Bowl Beef Jerky. Get yours now at steersnacks.com. Thanks again, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.